This whole idea, um, as Peter, you referenced earlier, your, your mom and pop's vocational education, mm -hmm. where there are certain pathways set up. When students realize that's not their narrative when they're in high school and they have these choices to access these different career opportunities, they just light up. Because um, oftentimes they think they just have a binary choice when they're mm -hmm. coming in because um, parents, I think, oftentimes share their experience with students, what it was like in high school. And it's simply just not that way for students now. Among School District 49's fundamental strategic priorities, or big rocks, are a commitment to offering exceptional choices and launching students to success. The two go hand in hand and take center stage at the start of the calendar year, which is widely recognized as a chance to consider school choice. And the time that many school districts encourage students and families to select the school that provides the best educational opportunities. I'm D49 Director of Communications, David Nancaro. In this episode of 49 Voices, D49 Superintendent Peter Hiltz welcomes Applied and Advanced Learning Director Sean Norman and Amy Sanchez-Martinez, Principal of Sand Creek High School. We'll discuss how D49 leads the region with our approach to choice, how we shape choice into success, and why our experts say it's an exciting time to be a student. Let's get to it. You're listening to 49 Voices, a D49 podcast. Spend some time with us as we take an in-depth look at how our workforce, students, families, and community make D49 the best choice to learn, work, and lead. These are our stories of dedication, innovation, and inspiration as we deliver excellence in education. And now, your host, Peter Hiltz. Hello, and thank you very much for listening to the 49 Voices podcast. I am Superintendent Peter Hiltz, and as we approach the end of January, we've got a great opportunity to spotlight one of District 49's core competencies, which is our commitment to choice. We are in the middle of the nationally recognized School Choice Week, where districts around the state and the nation are encouraging families to choose their school. And D49 is the place that more people choose. If you look all around the Pikes Peak region, you will see that in 22-23 and then again in 23-24, District 49 is growing faster than any of our neighboring districts, which means that more people are deciding that we really are the best choice. So we're going to spend some time today talking on this podcast segment about what makes District 49 the best choice and why we would encourage you to make D49 your choice. So with us today in the studio are Sean Norman, who is District 49's Director of Applied and Advanced Learning, along with Amy Sanchez-Martinez, who is the principal at Sand Creek High School. They are two of many in our district who can speak to the choices we offer. So today we're going to start with Sean, and I just want to point out this obvious truth. Success looks like something different for each of our students. So can you tell us a little bit about how we start early by identifying students' pathway to success? No, absolutely. Thank you, Peter. And I'm excited to be here to share this information with everyone. Um, first of all, let's talk about the ICAP process. And um, all students in our district start out uh, with an ICAP process that begins with a K-12 experience, which is about just getting interested into things um, and diving a little bit deeper into what mm. um, choices look like, what careers look like, what, what their future could potentially be. Um, and it comes in the form of a lot of different types of activities and it's getting students exposed to um, what their future choices and availability available options will be. So the ICAP is an acronym some of us might not be familiar with. Tell me a little bit more about that. 
Yeah, so ICAP stands for Individual Career and Academic Plan, and it's uh, basically a series of curriculum and experiences that allow students to go ahead and start to explore the possibility of what a future career could look like for them. Okay. And so um, I do want to talk about um, after we've pulled it all together, and pulling it all together means that when students hit high school, they're starting to have conversations with a choice and success advisor about what their future would look like, and they get to start to really touch things like career and college at a deeper level. Um, all of our high schools offer, uh, offer the opportunity for students to explore career and technical education programming. And um, what that could look like is getting exposure to a construction program, or it might be criminal justice, or it might be flying drones, right? And they could start at a level one course, get a taste of it, and if they really want to proceed forward, we can definitely go deeper. And those deeper experiences might end up looking like earning credentials that might be useful in uh, an entry-level job into a career or college credit or all of the above. Um, we would hope that students would also aspire to do an internship or a pre-apprenticeship or apprenticeship as well, too, if it's definitely something that vibes with them. So back when I went to high school, admittedly long ago in the olden days, um, we had pretty limited options. Boys took wood shop and girls took home ec, and there really wasn't anything else. So it sounds like this isn't your grandpa's career technical vocational education. This is something pretty modern. Absolutely. Um, I would be kind of remiss to even call it vocational now, right? It's because it's career and technical. It speaks to the jobs of the futures and careers that should be there for our students exactly. as well. So you're speaking from a district perspective, and we know that we offer a lot of different programs at our different schools, so that's part of how we are the best choice. But one of the things that we want our high schools to do is make sure they're listening to their community and responding to what their community is interested in. And Amy is a great example of a school leader who has done that very intentionally. So Amy, can you tell us a little bit about the course offerings that are new to Sand Creek High School? We're seeing some really exciting opportunities emerge. We are seeing some very exciting opportunities emerge at Sand Creek High School. As a result of what Sean talked about with the U-Science assessment that our students take in the ICAP process. Over 100 students indicated that they were interested in a career field in public safety or criminal justice. Wow. And this is something that we had been talking about as a team as a possible need. Uh, our mayor visited our school in early August, the first week of school, and during that time, it was a public forum where he was listening to everyone. But mm -hmm. he also had a few things to say. Mm -hmm. And he told everyone in our community that evening that we need to cultivate a workforce who would be interested in being in a career in public safety and in criminal justice. So those are two great pieces of local data that helped us determine that we needed to pursue a criminal justice pathway. I really love the way y'all hosted Mayor Yemi because it was it was the kickoff of his listening tour. Yes. And he made a great point that if we want to have people taking care of us and protecting us and keeping us safe, we've got to grow our own. So mm -hmm. you're directly responding to a need in the community, uh, in this case expressed by a political leader, but, yep. it, but it was really validated by your student survey. Yes, it sure was. I was so pleased. I was yeah. so pleased just because... We had talked about it, and we had some data beforehand that showed that our students were interested, but it was an increase mm. in student interest this year. So that, combined with what Mayor Yemi said, we knew that we needed to 
strike while the iron was hot, so to speak. Yeah. And really make sure that we made a concerted effort. And we were so pleased that the board supported us in moving forward. So students are on site. We have a guest speaker today in classrooms. I love this. Now, I'm an old social studies teacher, simple history and political science and such. And I can't imagine teaching anything as technical as forensics or, or criminal justice. How do you find the, the people to teach and develop these programs? It's a great question. The person who we found is a former SRO. He's a former school resource officer ah. from this area. He's retired military. And he decided after he retired from being the, an SRO that he wanted to be a teacher. And so he became a social studies teacher. Okay. But of course, this is right up his alley. Yeah. This is right up his alley. He has on-the-job experience. And like I just said, with our guest speaker who's here today within our school, that came as a result of the work that he did. Sean, kind of the same question, because th this is a great example at Sand Creek, but I also know we're standing up programs for uh, drone development and, and FAA licensing around that. We're doing some computer science and cybersecurity work. We're doing all kinds of stuff around health sciences. How do you find these great instructors that are experienced in the profession, but also have a heart to teach high school students? Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, so at, at its core, I, I think it's the relationship that you form with the communities and all the different sectors here in the Pikes Peak region. So we spend a lot of time um, from the uh, AAL, Advanced, Applied and Advanced Learning Department, attending sector meetings, uh, meeting individuals within those industries that might want to transition to a new career experience as, a, as an instructor as well, too. And Amy spoke very well to it. There's, there's a lot of wonderfully talented people in um, different dis sectors here in the Pikes Peak region here, that if we can reach out and communicate with them, they may want to choose to start a second career where they give back to their community. Mm. And what better place to give back than, than 49 with the fantastic work? And I think the trust we've built in this community. I, I think you're right. And I know one of the things that, that started to bother me about 15 years ago was that college for all was being promoted almost to the exclusion of any other options. So I'm really proud that D49 is leading the way in valuing other pathways that launch students to success. So we're talking about things like technical training, there's service, a lot of our students might join a ministry or join the military, some of them are gonna pursue business ownership. Can you describe what it's like from your world, Sean, when a student discovers that success after high school can take many forms? Yeah, absolutely. Um, being a former high school principal, I got to experience that um, during my time as well, too, is that um, this whole idea, um, as Peter, you referenced earlier, your, your mom and pop's vocational education, mm -hmm. where there are certain pathways set up. When students realize that's not their narrative when they're in high school and they have these choices to access these different career opportunities, they just light up. Because um, oftentimes they think they just have a binary choice when they're mm -hmm. coming in because um, parents, I think, oftentimes share their experience with students, what it was like in high school. And it's simply just not that way for students now. Um, there's an absolutely a career path for all of our students moving forward here. And I think um, when we think about creating opportunity and choice for students here in, in D49, that um, I think ultimately, um, from my perspective, my department, it was worth thinking about jobs and we're thinking about future careers uh, for mm -hmm. students. And so we need to do that footwork in uh, forming relationships with community partners, internships, apprenticeships, so on and so forth. So when students have the realization of choice, it could be, hey, I get to go to my local community college and continue the work I started in my high school. Mm. Or guess what? 
I actually have a job straight out of high school because D49 set me up with this wonderful job, internship experience, or apprenticeship. I love, I love that vision. And I know all three of us have worked in local districts, other large local districts, and we kind of represent uh, the neighborhood, if you will. And one of the things I like about our approach to choice is it, it's not just offering families and students choice of school. But then once you're in that school, it's offering them choice of a pathway and even a, a, a predicted future or a vision for the future. So Amy, how do you help students see that high school isn't the end? High school is really the on-ramp to a variety of successful futures. You're absolutely right about that. And that's something that we try and emphasize even at graduation. We're celebrating mm -hmm. one step in a journey. Yes. <laughs> that should not be the last phase of the journey. Right. It is one step in a long journey thereafter. And it's part of our job to help prepare them for that. What mm -hmm. are their passions? What do they like to do? What do they not like to do? And it's better that they discover that while they're in high school. Right. <laughs> we just had our eighth graders visit our school yesterday. Mm -hmm. Their families visited us last week. And that's part of what we talked about. As an eighth grader, you won't know. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe you feel your heart pulling you to a certain kind of calling in life, something that you enjoy doing, something that you like to do to pass the time, like what we were talking about with vocations, more of the hobby side of mm -hmm. things. And this is more of the career side of things. And so students are able to start off on a pathway, take a course, but maybe they'll decide that it's not for them. Mm -hmm. uh, but the intention is we do have wiggle room within our graduation requirements that students can pursue multiple opportunities. So they don't have to say, oh, I took this class in one pathway, and now I'm not going to be able to do anything else because I just had that one opportunity, and now I've lost out on time. Hmm. So we're able to launch them out. So Sean had talked about some apprenticeships. We have some students who are working with the county, mm -hmm. students who are working with the city in internships and apprenticeships where the county and the city is telling us as a school we want that student. Right. <laughs> that they've made such a good impression so far. So, and that's part of an on-ramp. When we have employers that are starting to headhunt our students before they've graduated, that, that tells you that we're well aligned to those highly demanded occupations. And, and so that's, that's an exciting story. I, I am um, undeniably proud of the work that we're doing in District 49 at the school level and at the district level where Sean's leading. And we're in a pretty crowded region. There are 17 districts that are serving the Pikes Peak region. And so this is a pretty crowded field that we compete on. And yet, over the last couple of years, we've had the largest growth of all the school districts in our region. So for the listeners out there, why would you say that more people than ever are making D49 the best choice? Let's start with you, Sean. Sure. Um, we're leading by example here, hmm. right? Um, oftentimes we're finding out that other districts, especially in this region, are reaching out to us to figure out what's the magic. How are you making this happen? And um, I think we're leading because um, we're leading, A, with integrity and intent, right? We uh, realize that in creating out these future pathways, whether it be college, career, work-based learning, whatever students choose, right, because we're about choice here, is that um, we're doing it with intent, and it's not just willy-nilly approach, mm -hmm. right? And so I'll give you an example here. We take a look at forecasting for uh, career opportunities for students as we build out pathways. We listen to um, our uh, communities as well, too. Sand Creek's a wonderful example with the criminal justice and uh, public safety pathway. And um, as we do those things, 
as we all know, we, we build trust in our community mm-hmm. and our and our community sees the value in that trust. And so now we're ending up getting employers coming us, to us and saying, hey, can you help us create our future employees? And we will help you create a pathway toward their success. So from the work, from the employer side, this is kind of a workforce development play. Absolutely. For people of my generation, where you went to the neighborhood school and you had two electives and you took the classes you were expected to take, all of this choice can feel a little bit overwhelming and it can kind of feel confusing because are you going to go to a two-year college or a technical school or a four-year university, join the military, are you going to start a business or start a family? There are so many options that it can be kind of dizzying. Can you both tell us a little bit about how our choice and success advisors help students make sense of all the choices that are available? Our Choice and Success Advisor has done a phenomenal job of just being able to connect with our students and finding out a little bit more about them and then providing them with some opportunities. Mm. So they can go and visit a job site. Mm -hmm. They are able to talk a little bit more about and dig a little bit deeper about what those passions are in life, what problems Mm. they love to solve in the world. All of the above, and then when they do that, then they're able to find a little bit more of, well, this group of students would be appropriate to go and take a visit to the county courthouse. That's something that's Mm -hmm. new, that's very exciting for us, that also aligns with the criminal justice pathway, Um, as well as even within some mock interviews that we've been doing with our senior class to prepare them for the workforce, to prepare them for whatever comes their direction, they need some opportunities to do that. And they interviewed with all sorts of professionals. And that helped them through those personal connections, again, help to understand what opportunities we can provide for them. I, I love that you're creating this opportunity because it's, it's low stakes. These aren't mm-hmm. real job interviews, but it's high reality. So the students yes. are really getting a dose of what it might be like in six months when they're, when they're sitting across from a potential employer. So, Sean, how is your team helping make sense of all these options? Absolutely. Um, so to connect to what um, Amy spoke to earlier about the Choice and Success Advisors is that um, we participate in, in unique programs that allow kids to navigate their decisions. Yeah. And ILOP's one of them. It's individual um, learning opportunities where students can go out and explore things and those advisors connect those experiences. And so what we do is we call it, for example, learning at work or mm-hmm. learning through work, ah. where students can connect their experiences that they're having in high school through a different lens, right? Because um, uh, having a lot of choices can be dizzying. It's like turning on the TV and having a hard time at selecting that one channel to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if we orientate our students to the fact that if having those conversations with people, whether it be an advisor or teachers that are in students' everyday lives here is that they can start to make meaning out of those choices. You know, both of you are examples of of something that's happening in District 49 where we've gotten pretty good at looking out over the horizon and building our programs in our schools and selecting leaders who can have a vision for what's coming. Uh, Just last week, the state of Colorado released a task force report about this very topic of choices and how do you make sure students are prepared for the workforce and for post-secondary success. And most of the things that they recommended, things like having choice and success advisors, things like having individualized career planning, having program choice at schools and having choice across schools, those state-level recommendations are things that we've been working on for years and we're getting really good at them. 
So I thank both of you for your leadership because I think your why we are able to say with confidence that D49 is not just the best choice, but we can also find an individual child and help them understand why it should be their choice. So hearing about these opportunities from driving heavy equipment to working in a, in a triage situation with a medical emergency, I mean, these things get me excited. And it's been a long time since I was in a high school classroom. What is it that really makes the students excited today? There's so much that they can choose from where they are able to figure out a little bit more of who they are because this is where they should be able to figure out more of who they are. Mm -hmm. We have partnership with families, so we're able and we seek to work between the home and the school together so the students can best discover who they are and to be the best versions of themselves. That's mm -hmm. what we say at Sand Creek. And I was in an advanced placement classroom, an AP classroom the other day, and I saw two students in there who I had never seen in a rigorous course before. Hmm. And they were working hard. They were pounding it, <laughs> giving it all they got. And I thought, what a blessing that they are able to discover a little bit more of who they are, but believe in themselves to do that. Because we have the opportunity to provide them with all of these different choices, whether it's rigorous coursework geared towards higher education or on-the-job training while in high school, mm -hmm. a little bit of everything. And they can do it all. They can do a little bit of all of it. Or they can lean really deeply into one. But just being able to watch that was such a blessing in that moment. That's great. Sean, I'm going to ask you the same question, you know, with this menu of options. Why would you say that it's actually a very exciting time to be a student? You know, I think we're helping students finally answer this age-long question of education of why, hmm. right? Why are we doing this? What's the purpose of, of this learning? And for a lot of students, it's the practical application of their education. Yep. And you mentioned earlier getting in a heavy loader and moving around equipment, right? It's not just grinding away math problems in a piece of paper, though that information and skills important. Students can see the practical application and answer the why they're doing this here because it, it points them and orientates them in a, in a future direction um, for their future success. Yeah, it's a great illustration. Well, thank you. Um, that helps me understand why our students, why I see them moving fast and, and smiling bright as they come through our schools and our programs. From the principal side, when you're walking through the hallways and you're greeting those students as I know you do, how do you see their success as an outgrowth or, or an outcome of their choices? Yes. As a matter of fact, I was speaking with a teacher about that today. She and I were talking about the amount of students who are choosing now to come to Sand Creek mm -hmm. from lots of different walks of life. Yeah. And some of who have not experienced success in previous schools mm -hmm. who are now experiencing success with us. This teacher was so happy because the student who she was talking about has a knack for writing. Uh. And he has an incredibly creative mind. And... She was talking about that process, and that is a result of her mentorship. That is a result of her investing time and effort into that young person. Mm -hmm. And that's what we believe in in our school. And that's what we believe in in our district, is investing in the individual, knowing that that will help them thrive in the long run. I also want to speak about that as a parent. Yes. <laughs> I chose to bring my own child into this district at the beginning of this school year. Mm-hmm. 
And as a sixth grader, she had what was called an enrichment rush Ah, yesterday at school, so where they're going to be choosing yep. their enrichment courses for next year. And so they had a special schedule and they got to hear from all of the enrichment classes. Mm-hmm. And so she came home and she told me and I thought, okay, I can see how that's aligning to our pathway at Sand Creek. That's and great. she chose classes that would align to our business pathway. Okay. And she said, mom, I want to do some things that would help dad and his business because he's a small business owner. Mm-hmm. And those are things that she can take and apply as a 12-year-old tomorrow. That's fantastic. Sean, I am, I am proud to work with both of you. And I know you represent teams of people that are working every day to make sure that we stay the best choice. The, the thing that I probably am the most proud about is that we don't try and tell students what success looks like. And we don't try to tell students what choices they should make. We try really hard to make sure that every choice they make in District 49 is a great choice. And when we do that well, we're going to continue to draw students from across the region. So thank you very much for sharing your leadership, uh, your perspective on how we're making sure that D49 is the best choice so that families can make sure D49 is their choice. We're going to keep at it and we're going to be excited to offer choices for many years to come. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the 49 Voices podcast. Find all of our episodes anywhere you find your podcasts and on our website at d49.org. We are always looking for topics to bring to you, our listeners. If you have an idea, drop us a line anytime at info at d49.org. We'll be back soon with our next episode. And always remember, District 49 is the best choice to learn, work, and lead. We're the home of more than 30 distinct campuses where we launch every student to success in safe, and welcoming learning environments. Wherever you want to go, D49 is a great place to start.